for March 30th, 2013. This is episode 66, and this is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I'm Kim. And I'm Stephanie. A very sleepy Kim. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wake up. I have coffee coming. (laughs) Uh, So this week, hopefully, uh, these games are going to wake you up, Kim, because we're going to be talking about Bioshock Infinite, Tomb Raider, a little bit more of Tomb Raider, Uh and the new God of War, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> some fun iOS games, a little bit of news, yada, yada, yada. So let's yeah. let's kick it off. Um, so hi, ladies. Two, two weeks, and uh, we've had a lot of gaming in between. Oh, yeah. Um, all three of us were able to play Bioshock. Yes. <laughs> like a, my a Bioshock? <laughs> that was my question. <laughs> so um, I I purchased Bioshock off of Steam. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, Kim, you're it's a little harder for you since you're in Australia. I don't know how it releases there, but I it released at midnight East Coast time. So I was able to play it three at nine o'clock since I'm Pacific time. And I was like, yay! (laughs) I felt like I was getting a little early release of it myself. So I I tried to download it and then my machine rebooted in the middle of the night. So I had to wait a whole another day to play it. I was like so mad. Well, and technically, this is a massive download, like 13 gigs. Yeah. And Kim, you're technically in the future. So. Did you get it? <laughs> no, it okay. um, it releases normally on um, U.S. time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only the only ones I've seen so far to actually do a rollout, um, nobody. <laughs> we never get anything before you guys. Never. It's Aww. always either exactly the same time as you guys get it, or it's after. Um, but this one was the same time, so that was good. Um, but I got it, I was going to get it on the PS3 and download it from the PSN. Mm -hmm. Then I saw how big it was Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, I don't want that thing taking up my whole hard drive, you know, and it would just stay on there. So I was like, eh, I'll, I'll get it, um, in the store. Did you buy it for your PC or PS3? PS3. And you can also, for those wondering, you can also pick it up for Xbox and even Mac. Mm -hmm. So there you go they really kind of went across the board with this game um it is a first person shooter for those not familiar this is the third installment of the bioshock series though this the first two were they took place in uh like an underwater world rapture whereas Mm -hmm. this one is in columbia it's a different time how often is it time-wise because we were before the the show started stephanie and i were talking about like timing of yeah the time (laughs) um so in bioshock one it was 1960 and bioshock two was 1968 this is 1912 right so well before um there's a a, this is a funny part there's a part in it where you're you're picking like in the previous bioshocks you just collect a lot of stuff you pick up recorders (laughs) you pick up you know little things and there was something that came up for Booker, who's the guy you play in the game, and it and it had like the date, and it was like I can't remember the like March twelfth, and it twelve, and I'm like, wait a minute, why is it saying twenty? I'm like, duh, nineteen, nineteen, not twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, oh man, they I totally missed that one. I'm like, oh wait, it's nineteen twelve, not twenty twelve. <laughs> 
Well, uh, there's a joke actually later on. Uh, I'm, you know, your character's walking down the stairs and you hear two people talking. And the, this guy's like, hey, he's hitting on this girl. And she's like, it'll be 2012 by the, the, by the time I'm interested in you. Oh, I was I like, hey, hey I nice throw out. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> it is a little disturbing that every one of the NPCs looks the same. Okay, that is definitely one of the things that irritated me. But I, uh, you know... Mm -hmm. It's like they were cloned or something. Yeah, I was yeah, waiting yeah. for for some kind some of story inbreeding plot. joke yeah. about, you know, why do they all look alike? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the man child too? Like, yes. oh my god, it's so creepy. The man child. There's a little kid with a man's face. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> like they just kind of they're on the pier. On they're there. on a pier, and and <laughs> this woman's holding this, and it looks like a kid. And you come around, you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what happened to that kid? <laughs> So, uh, before we get too far into this, um, your main objective is to, you play Booker, like, like we were talking about, you're going to Columbia and it's in the air. I mean, there's a, a stark difference to the underwater world with the first two because it was so dark and yes. creepy and you just water dripping everywhere yeah whereas the first the first two were very survival horror yeah because things were jumping out at you you know it was dark spaces and scary noises this is all open and uh so it has more of an adventure feel rather than a survival and you get the feeling that yeah. the crap hasn't hit the fan in this world yet right. whereas the first two bioshocks you're like what went down here like, yeah yeah see that's that's well, and you didn't have other people there mm -hmm. you know right you there this is full of people where in bioshock one and two there was no other people around right. other than you know the the creepy things mm -hmm. so yeah it's a whole different feel i'm like i don't even feel like i'm playing bioshock sometimes it's right. that different i mean the the thing that reminds me that i'm playing bioshock is the the vigors that you pick up and mm -hmm. the, the vigors <laughs> Sounds so weird. Vigors. <laughs> Sounds like some my grandmother would have been. Oh, honey, I got the vigors. Um, <laughs> um, that the vigors actually give you powers. So in yeah. the first two, you were able to get like telekinesis, and and it was it was weird because it was something you injected in in you. It was like a syringe, and you mm -hmm. kind of went through a metamorphosis. In where is an infinite, you're drinking vigor <laughs> right so weird <laughs> and that's how you get your different powers so the first one you pick up is uh possession so you can possess mm -hmm. um other machinery or you can p possess other people for a period of time and then you slowly kind of discover and that is one thing about the bioshock series is it's it wants you to explore oh, and yes. it always gives you little little things to find whether yes. To reward you. Yeah. Well yeah. done for going up and looking on top of that building. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Have a new, and I like, one of the things that they added is gear in this yes, one. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, like hats and uh, pants and shoes that actually enhance things like uh, if you melee kill, there's a chance that the, the person will catch on fire, which right. is actually very entertaining. <laughs> I like doing that one. <laughs> Um, there's well, the first time that, I know, put that one on, it really freaked me out. Yes. I'm like, why is this dude on fire? And I was like, oh, oh it's, it's my, my gear. gear. And you can <laughs> wear gear. up to four, you can wear up to four pieces at a time, but you collect them. And so you can, yeah. based on what swap you're doing, out. you can swap them out, which is kind of yep. nice. So I like that too. 
So um, your, your booker, you're sent to Columbia, this floating sea, uh, city in the air, um, mm-hmm. and you, through looking at different things, so like they have little, what are they called, the little um, movie things where you look in the... Oh, like kaleidoscopes. Kaleidoscopes. So yeah. you're learning about the city. You can skip all that stuff, but I personally like Love the it. backstories. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're learning kind of like how they got there, why they're there. And then you start noticing weird things. Yeah. First one being, uh, so you're looking for this girl, Elizabeth. You're trying to rescue her. You're not really sure what's going on. That's just what you've been hired to do. You were mm-hmm. a former Pinkerton. And so you have a past of, of you know, doing this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's believable that he has all these skills. Right. Um, you go into this Raven's was it what was it called house of the ravens or mm-hmm. something like that and there's bird crap everywhere because <laughs> then you start real the f- birds all over the place first thing you see is like a monument to uh john wilkes booth yes you're like what the heck did i just walk into and then you start yeah. seeing weird paintings of lincoln and then things that say protect our race and so you quickly racial purity yes yeah. so I don't see I don't think this is a spoiler this is just an it's the storyline that you're going to uncover as you go through um Mm -hmm. and it was a it's the 1912 so it's reflecting what's happening or during that time and kind of it makes you a part of something that typically you wouldn't necessarily expect it to right so it's you'll get to a pivotal point in the storyline where you can pick one of two things. <laughs> and Oh, I really wanted, to, I really wanted to hit him. <laughs> Gosh, I'm, I'm being so vague with that, but, but yeah, yes, I, um, I did the same thing. I went for him I, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, just let me get one off. Yeah. Punk. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, the, the gameplay made me really uncomfortable yeah. with the, the things that, this, this society take for granted mm-hmm. and uh yeah i <laughs> just just listening to the overhearing people's conversations yes oh my gosh it's yeah just, oh they're it's, very xenophobic they yes. don't like outsiders they don't like anyone that's not them. them um if they don't believe the same things they believe they're they're very <laughs> classist yeah oh my um, gosh and uh yeah <laughs> I mean, at one point, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, that ties in the Bioshock 1 and 2 to this game are the sounds, mm-hmm. uh, like the the sounds when you get a new quest or a new objective. For me, the vending machines, they sound exactly the same. And the other thing is the voice recordings that are all over yeah. the, the thing. I love those. The love them because those are it. so yeah. cool. Yeah, so one of those, you know, they're they're talking about, well, is it wrong that we tax the black man more than the white man? Well, is it wrong that they work 16 hours a day? God wipes all the people off the oh planet. So, you know, learn this and blah, blah, blah. Hey, and then, and that's pretty much what they said is, hey, it's a learning experience. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> this is what you believe? I was going crazy crazy like i want to how do people just swallow <laughs> this it would just maybe wow. stunning well I, I i was i said on twitter i said it's interesting the timing of this because it's such an uncomfortable game yes um because it's, you're not a passive participant you're very <laughs> you're involved in this game you're booker you're playing booker um so who's voiced by troy baker by the way Vo- uh, yes voice of O'Brien's 
uh, friend. He was also, he was one of the snow in, I can't remember which Final Fantasy. He, I love the voice acting in this. Oh, yeah. It's it just really, really carries good. the story and the game, and it's just so great. Um, but the, the game itself, I'm like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable, but this is kind of good. <laughs> and considering what's happening in, in uh, the Supreme Court right now, it, it's kind of an interesting timing for all of this. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's funny how it worked out, huh? Yeah. So, so did did you guys like get into it right away? And did you? Um, I guess it took me a little while to really start to get immersed into it because at mm-hmm. first I was like, "Oh, this is cool. I like this. Oh, this is. <laughs> I like the scenery. This mm-hmm. is really n- nice and neat and cool. And oh, I like that, but." I mean, it wasn't until I got to like the arcade where mm. oh, you know, you're right. trying to get the shock stuff that I started really getting into it. I mean, it mm-hmm. took a while to, um, I, I didn't dislike it at any point. It just, I wasn't to that point that I was like, wow, this has lived up to its height. It grabbed me right. instantly. Oh, did it? It did. <laughs> because well, just I that, love to just explore. That, that scene where you summon the, to get up there. Right. That was stunning to me. Right. You know, it reminded you know, so you get me. Off the boat, you have to, and then all of a sudden the sky turns red. There's that, that, that mm-hmm. beep, deep bong, noise. I was like, bong, oh, this is awesome. It reminded <laughs> me it. of the first Bioshock. Remember, you, uh-huh. you're in a plane, you yeah. crash, and you go up to a light tower. Mm-hmm. I mean, so exactly. It, was, it, it felt like it connected me to the previous. <laughs> exactly. and, the, and people have asked, do I need to play the other two to play this one? Most definitely no. not. No. Not no. at all. Um, You'll appreciate it, yes. but it's not necessary. You'll appreciate little things that they kind of drop in, um, almost like little hi- hidden Easter eggs for, for mm-hmm. fans of the series. Yeah. So uh, how far have either of you gotten? I don't feel like I've, I've gotten very far because I keep getting sidetracked with exploring <laughs> bathrooms. and okay. It is easy to get sidetracked oh just to, to explore. But that's what you're, you know, yeah. that makes this one a lot more fun as it as exploring let me see here i just got off of the oh what was the the lady ship have you have you saved have you stayed uh, saved elizabeth yes oh yeah yeah okay yeah i've saved elizabeth and i've already gotten to the point where you get the shock yep bigger and you take the airship um to the other side so now it's you know a, a new chapter after after getting the our lady airship where um it gets shot down oh I, shouldn't say that. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet no i kind well, of so figured we're on, we're, we're on the airship we're so early we're, in the game to the other side <laughs> yeah. um and then steph I, you're probably f- further along yeah, i think you've been playing further ahead than that where uh so one of the things that's a that you discover about Elizabeth, the girl that you're meant to rescue, is she is not without her special abilities. Yes, yes. Uh, she has the ability to... I wouldn't say... Well, I mean, I guess if you go to the Wikipedia page, you can see what she does. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's like... That's nothing new. I mean, as soon as you meet Elizabeth, you know she's got this power. Yeah. Right. But uh, the part where I'm at is... Uh, she decides to I can't even yeah, well, I don't want to spoil anything. But um those that those interesting male and female characters keep popping up 
And I'm so intrigued by them. Me too. They're the ones that drop you off at the lighthouse. And And they just show up in the bar. Yeah. They just show up uh, twice later on. And with the, with the flipping of the coin, they are, I'm so intrigued by them. I want to know their history. Right. (laughs) Oh, you'll learn their history. You'll learn it. I accidentally read it on the wiki. So (laughs) yeah. So don't read the wiki if you don't want to know their history because you'll get it. And um, what's her name who played Commander Shepard plays the woman on that one? Yes, the woman half of the the duo. What's her name? Uh, Hale. Yeah, Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm at the point where they show up while I'm with Elizabeth and give her a different perspective on how to use her power hmm. and then we've we've taken that that cool. particular step well but uh, i i'm i'm intrigued by the way that they and this is just from a gameplay point of view is if you ask any person who plays a game escort quests suck on ice yes because i think really wow just, it's like you're babysitting quests. the worst person ever yeah and they're constantly getting hurt and you're running out of ammo and blah 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 so they flipped it on their heads and she's actually a bonus yeah i mean once you get her out well, of her power you, don't worry about her She'll she's amazing because yeah, yeah. she's feeding you ammo she's healing you she's Finding you know money. giving you salt to replace oh i love when she finds money yeah. oh hey here's the money i'm like hey thanks <laughs> so she's she's an escort quest but as as the best part of an escort quest yeah <laughs> she's just finding stuff for you oh here do you need this well, it also makes me feel like I don't have to look at every inch of the area that I'm in because if I miss something, she probably will find it and get it to me. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. What are you going to say, Kim? So what um, level are you guys – there's easy, medium, and hard to I just play on this game. So what are you guys playing it on? Medium for me. Yeah, I started on easy. It's flipped up to, to medium, and now the uh, achievement stopped. And it warns you that. It says once you switch – you you won't see achievements i'm like i don't care so yeah i'm on medium now because i thought easy was too easy yeah well that's what i um i started out on medium and i'm like actually and i think medium is pretty easy yes i haven't had really any problems with any bosses you know it's it's i think difficult enough that you have to like pay attention but it's not as difficult as i thought it would be i thought it would be more difficult me too there's an article from pc gamer that says why you should play bioshock infinite on hard mode right Um, i think i made the next time around yeah and i kind of wish i would have read this before because i never know (laughs) what kind of every game is a little different you know there's some games that easy is hard and Yes, Hard is easy. and and this game is constantly reminding me to use my vigors because mm-hmm. I don't use them enough. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, like, I have. Hey, you should be using your vigors. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it, I get it. Oh, <laughs> and then, no, and I then use my vigors. Time in, you know, those vigors look kind of interesting. <laughs> I, sh- <laughs> I shoot everybody. <laughs> oh no, the vigors are fun to play with, oh, yeah. man. That is just like awesome. <laughs> They've got this bunking bronco one oh, yeah. and. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the they've crow got the crow. Really yeah. And I weird. like that they've, and this is again from a game point stand uh, viewpoint, is uh, they took what was just a standard, you know, I can throw a fireball or I can summon crows and they, and they gave an alternate uh, use for it of setting traps, yeah. which is very cool, especially if you're fighting in a confined area and you need, and you know that they're going to come at you from a certain direction. You can use pretty much all of your powers 
except for possession maybe to lay traps that your your foes will walk into and uh, damage so themselves. I'm, I'm assuming you're playing with the the keyboard instead of controller since you're on yes. pc yeah see yes. i'm using i anytime i can use my controller on my pc i do <laughs> it's actually pretty easy on the keyboard the only uh difficult thing is like getting the zoom when i need it when i'm in battle but mm. uh yeah. So I've got, the, one I, I thing, the, the one thing with the controller I don't like, <laughs> and this is probably the reason I use my Vigor all the time, <laughs> is because the left top key yeah. um, that you normally aim with yeah. is your Vigor key. <laughs> oh. yeah. I've, so I've, I'm I keep... constantly trying to aim my gun, but I'm setting off my Vigor. So I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's good because I'm using my Vigors, yeah. but you know, and then the R3, you push the button, your um, your thumbstick in for the zoom. And I'm like, that doesn't, that's not intuitive. That is not you know, the probably, way There's anything probably else a way to up. remap that. I, I would assume there was a way to remap that. I probably, but then. Why bother? Um, it, yeah, why, I, I think you just get used to it after a while in the game. So I'm kind of used to it now. I'm not zooming as much. And the only time I zoom in is with my sniper rifle. So you just get used to not aiming um, with your gun and just, you know, blasting so them away. Have you noticed some of the, the songs that are sung? One of the yes. first songs you hear is God Only Knows by the Beach mm -hmm. Boys, Yes, <laughs> which came out in 1966. Little. <laughs> little this soon 1912 <laughs> uh i was just looking through um apparently there's another uh song see tears for fears everybody yes. wants to rule the world will be uh some a woman's going to be singing that <laughs> good night irene i've heard that already girls just want to have fun <laughs> oh, i'm looking forward to hearing these that's awesome uh so i i think um it's a great game. I'm really, really, I'm really glad I finished uh, Laura Croft before it. Yes. Because yes. it's consuming. Like, I just want to play this. I will warn you, though, do not play it right before bed. You're going to have the weirdest dreams. Because yeah. I, I played this, it right before bed, is, and whoa, whoa. This is also not a game that I would feel comfortable with smaller children no, playing. No, 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 no. I mean, right from the very beginning, there's there's uncomfortable amount of gore yes um and then the, of course there's the social commentary that's only going to bring questions if yeah. you haven't already discussed this with your kids it's going to be why is this like this yeah. in this particular society so yeah this is definitely for older uh teens to play yeah i but agree obviously i mean i'm i'm okay so this game is like um i'm gonna call it the like a expensive chocolate where you want to eat it, but you want to savor it at the same time. <laughs> so, you know, you you want to experience it, but you want it the experience to last as long as possible. Mm -hmm. So, I'm I'm I don't want the end to come too quickly. I'm you know, I'm enjoying all the different stuff that I that we're getting to do. So, do we know how yeah. long? Yeah, I was gonna say, how long do we have? <laughs> I I don't know. I'm gonna look at how how long to beat dot com. All uh, right, Bioshock, because they they tend to they have a lot of people kind of submitting. So Bioshock, Bioshock, Bioshock. Yeah, and it's still early. So, oh, have um, have you gotten to the Motorized Patriots yet? It's one of the yes. um, games. It's it's one of the, like the little mini bosses. And they're not really, but they are the coolest things ever. 
I'm like, I saw this side, but when they're against you, they stink. (laughs) (laughs) I saw this big motorized, you know, George Washington coming at me shooting. And I'm like, Oh my God. He's not slow. He's not slow at all. He will come traipsing after you very quickly. And the big flags behind (laughs) him waving the, the the graphics and just the visuals on these are stunning. I mean, it's apps. I love just looking at. I keep stuff. doing screen caps. I'm like, oh, choo, 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 choo. like I have all yeah. these screen grabs on my on my Steam account now. So, uh, how long to beat is averaging it around nine and a half hours for just the main story. Uh, right. Twelve and a half if you want to do like the extras, like the quests, the the medals. Because I think there's some optional quests that you can do like finding yes. a key for for instance the I, ciphers yeah. and uh, the keys to unlock the, the thingies yeah i love the fact too that it will direct you with an arrow mm-hmm. oh i was like this oh, that's is where great. i should that's be going so great. Yeah. yeah i love that <laughs> well because they want you to explore so you yes. go off exploring it's so easy to get like what turned around where am i, yes. I have no idea. Exactly. <laughs> yeah so and but that's great because I do, you know, just start wandering around and then I'm like, okay, where was I supposed to go again? Ah, yeah. okay. That's you know, it's really nice that that they do that. So do I, either of you oh go ahead. I was gonna say one of the things that I uh I find so interesting about the game is so you're walking around, there's people doing their thing, their spiel, whatever, working, you know, chatting, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and then violence breaks out, everyone's gone. I love that. That nobody's just hanging around. <laughs> They're all beating feet. What's going oh, on? people are shooting? I should probably go away. And I, I love that that it when I start shooting, uh yeah. There is a respawn. Everyone goes away. There are respawns though. You may clear out an area and then go and then oh, come yeah, back yeah. to it. And that's I can't I mean, at one point it's annoying, but then on the others it makes it challenging, right? So mm-hmm. I, I don't mind it as much. So <laughs> I feel bad, you know, like citizens just stay there. I'm not here for you. So well there's their spray is a little less efficient than mine. <laughs> there's a part in the 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 game where you say, I'm not here to hurt you. Yes. And they don't yeah. Kim, do you have a favorite part of the game so far? Um definitely the arcade where um you're going through different areas to find the shock um, vigor. And you've got like, oh, I don't remember the types of areas, but you're actually in like a 1912 arcade type thing. And they've got it. So you're, it's kind of like, I don't know what it, it's kind of like a fun house or something. And, you know, they've got all these like cardboard um, monsters up and oh, I haven't stuff. gotten there yet. I went through <laughs> the, the kitty arcade with the, Something in Dimwit, the Dimwit oh, right. kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's not too far after okay. that. It's not too far after okay. that. Um, it is just beautiful. I mean, and it, there's it's scary too, though. You know, that's oh, like know the first the time where I got and the Peking one. Is that what you're talking yes, about? Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. And it it was the first time I felt a little scared, <laughs> you know, because you don't know what's hiding behind any of the right. corners and it's got kind of that eerie fun house feel to it. Yes. But it's also, you're looking at it and you feel like you're in a real fun house or something. So that yeah. was, and that's was the first beautiful. time you meet yeah. the motorized Patriots. And so mm-hmm. that's the point that it really, I just got totally engrossed in it at oh, that cool. point. I'm just like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And then, um, 
you go on to the next part and it's something different. Right. So mm-hmm. there's so many levels different to it. things yeah. to look yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing to, to see the different graphics and the different um, textures they use. And, you know, they just immerse you in it. Mm-hmm. And that's, but it took me, it took me probably, I don't know, an hour, two hours to get that feeling. At mm. first I was like, oh, I like, I like this. This is, I like it, you know? <laughs> but then I got to that point. I was like, wow. Oh, I love okay. it. <laughs> yes. I love it. This, exactly. This is what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you go back upstairs and you're on a beach in 1912, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and you see them in their costumes and it's just like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in a book, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So that, it was, that was my favorite part so far. I'm, I imagine I'll have I'll have more. <laughs> My favorite part um, is the grappling hooky thing where you go oh, from, hooks, yeah. from a, a hook to a hook and then you can get on to the railing and like almost a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I, I want to put my arms up and go, wee! <laughs> right? <laughs> I really and love I love it. that you can jump down from that and um, jump on an enemy. Yes. yes. That's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Kim or uh, Steph, do do you have a favorite part? Uh, my part is probably the same as uh, as Kim's, but uh, I I remember playing the game and and this thought came to me that this this city is as beautiful as it is ugly, mm-hmm. right? It's beautiful to look at, but it is so ugly underneath. Yeah. Like everything about it is ugly. Yeah. From the way that that they they treat people to the things that they believe to the things they don't believe uh, to the things, everything that they suppress makes it so ugly. Yeah. And you have these people that either don't want to believe or don't believe that what they're doing is wrong. Um, and the more you play, the more you see even the side that's opposing them isn't as great as you would like them to be. Mm. Like you the, want, what is you the want box the people opposing them. Yeah, the Vox Populi. Or... You want them to be like the White Knights. <laughs> yeah. But they're just as dirty uh... as the other side. I mean, they're, they're fighting them, but they... The rebels. Yeah, yeah the, their methods aren't any better. And, uh, and at this point, I'm just like dang, why can't we get off this thing? I just, I want to, can't we just jump at this point? I mean, but that's part of it. I mean, that ties in with one and two for me is one of the key distinguishing things is the people can't leave, right? Mm-hmm. So in one and two, um, Andrew Ryan built a city and he had an idea that it would be free commerce and blah, 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 blah. And the people that profited were completely different from the people that were there to run the place, mm-hmm. you know, cook and clean Service, and keep the, yeah. clean the toilets and keep the plumbing running. They can't leave <laughs> and they don't profit on the same level as the people that are, you know, doctors and, uh, you know, businessmen. Right. So, and this is the same with this city, right? So you've signed on and you said, hey, this city sounds great. And then when you find out it's not great, you, you can't, can't leave. You can't leave, yeah. Where do you go? There is no option. You're stuck there. And that's, I think, the, the, you know, the key factor on what causes these civilizations, these cities, to disintegrate mm-hmm. is there is no influx or, or of new ideas, and any new idea is frowned upon, and you have no option to leave. Yep. You're just stuck there. 
and it's obviously going to cause and dissension. It, yeah, and that's that's what we got of these these cities. I mean, that's what we're witnessing. Yeah, this if kind you're, of... it's a time bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the first ones, we were there after the after the explosion. This one, we're watching it. We're there as the city was thriving, watching it implode when we bust Elizabeth out. And, <laughs> and we were talking. All hell breaks loose. Yeah, we were talking before, and there's a lot of great videos on YouTube oh, yes. for this game <laughs> as well. So, I mean, if you just want to play the game, fine. But if you're if you're a fan of this lore and the story, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like fun things on the web right now. Yeah that will add and enhance the the story for you. So we'll link to some of that in the show notes for you to, to watch because there's some really cool, like <laughs> retrospective. That, I think there are people that think that they're, they're real too. I yes. mean, they're done so well. <laughs> it feels real. Like, like we were watching the one, uh, it's kind of like an in search of feel, you know, the old uh, Leonard Nimoy show where they talk about the legend of the floating city. Right. And they talk about, you know, <laughs> artifacts found and whatnot. And uh, you're just drawn right in. You're like, oh, yeah, tell me more. Yeah. So I think well, I think it's safe to say across the board, all three of us are loving this game. Oh, for sure. Total buy mm-hmm. if, if you are old enough <laughs> to handle yes. this game. <laughs> Tread carefully. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I recommended it to a friend of mine. And then I was like, oh, I forgot to tell him it's violent. Yeah. <laughs> but I did say it was a first-person shooter. So, I mean... <laughs> there's guns right but yeah there's other stuff that makes it more adult yeah so (laughs) the both of you uh finished tomb raider oh yeah Mm -hmm. no i did not finish it but i'm like you're probably so close (laughs) oh so close i am like that close and i'm like do i finish this you know or bioshock i'm like i gotta go for bioshock and i'll come back to laura unfortunately we we really didn't talk about the ending on the last episode mm-hmm. the beginning middle are amazing and it does kind of peter out at the end it was a little yes. predictable i mean like i think i mentioned like duh like that you didn't yeah. know that's what was going on <laughs> so i see the answer is three and here's one and two but how do i get to three again oh yeah it's one <laughs> plus two is three like that's pretty much what i, I wanted to slap her upside the I head know. yeah like I'm sorry, you you were figuring this out, were you not? As we were going along, because I was. <laughs> uh, did but you, I did have, you like I, the 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 story? I, did you like how it finished it? I didn't quite understand why they thought Sam was Shh, so key. Okay, yeah. Um, because uh, when you when you read the histories, uh, you know those those audio, those books that you were picking up along the way. I mean, it didn't have anything to do with her being a blood relative. Yeah, it did. No, because they talked about the handmaidens being picked and groomed. Mm. Those weren't relatives. Yeah, that's Those true. were just girls yeah. in the court. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> and then I thought, how did this crazy priest dude become an expert what in was his the name again uh, uh matthias. Matthias. matthias yeah matthias. uh how did he become an expert in the ceremony I was about to say comstock <laughs> <laughs> comstock <laughs> you know i had to look up that name because i knew i had heard it before comstock laws uh they're anti-pornography laws oh like that, every time i see this comstock that's what i think of is it there was a law passed about uh passing pornographic material through the mail that you couldn't do and it was that. called the comstock law 
Yes. Oh, interesting. So uh, <laughs> if you're not following along, Comstock is the the, the main prophet in Bioshock Prop. Infinite. Yes. Infinite. Yes. He's the the person who has a little bit yeah. held captive. Yeah. He is a self-proclaimed prophet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, all so, right. so anyway, you have the, you know, Father Matthias and his followers of mercenaries. Essentially, that's what they have to be. They're mercenaries. Who, and he somehow knows how to replicate this this well, choosing ceremony after all these years. It's on the wall. There's like, there was all kinds of, if you looked around, there were, you know. <laughs> the, it looked like portraits. art to me. It did not look like instructions. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. You just gotta, gotta go give a little it. with that one. <laughs> he's been on the island a very long time. <laughs> I think he's a little crazy. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Uh, so but, I mean, uh, towards the end it was feeling very uh uncharted mm -hmm. you know that it was kind of like a adventure to move it along rather than more you know we did most of her self-discovery in the first right. like you said two-thirds yeah and then the last third was moving the moving the action along yep. <laughs> so i did find that the tombs were very yeah. uneven some tombs super super easy yes. some tombs just frustrated me to hell really so yes. yeah i, I know, you know what you mean there, were, there was at least two but i was like what is going on here yeah, yeah. um but then then others i'm like oh boom 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 okay yeah. got the the treasure let's go you yeah. know i mean that i felt they were very i mean and that's not a bad thing of course mm -hmm. but i guess i just expected them all to be challenging See, I played, I did play uh, Tomb Raider on easy mode because I wanted to get through it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, I did too. I, I, didn't, I didn't. Some have of the any challenges the were tombs. difficult to, to get, you know, like complete. You mean like, like? Like the cairns. Good grief. I was running all over the place looking for those stupid cairns, piles of rocks everywhere. And, uh, you know, like uh, finding all the stupid mushrooms and finding those. Oh things yeah, yeah. The trees. The, I was like, you know, shooting, shooting everywhere. up the, the mines on the ocean or, or on the the uh, the shore, yes. whatever. Yeah, there were some that I was like, ah, I'm not even gonna bother. <laughs> some like, of them was just so. Yeah. And then uh, you know, like lighting all the, the flags and stuff. Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah it was yeah. very. Some of them were. I mean, the one flag's like way up on a tower. <laughs> like way up above my head how was i supposed to see that up there so gotta look around aye, aye, stop aye. and enjoy the sights of tomb raider <laughs> <laughs> well another game i decided to crack open um because i think it's fair to say all three of us are fans of the god of war series oh yes yes so yes i did pick up god of war ascension it's only mm -hmm. for the ps3 um mm -hmm. that came out i think it was yeah b -b 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 march it was like week. yeah it was march 12th or something like that it's a third person action adventure and of course you play kratos mm -hmm. uh, oh god i don't want to talk about it it's so bad it's so buggy oh, it's buggy no. i didn't like i know they what's set the, the story the time up. frame when, when was this supposed to be because it's um, not it's supposed to be after. a prequel it's before right? yeah it's okay. like a prequel and they, oh, they really? summarize it all honestly i totally just didn't care i guess maybe i don't know there's something about this game that i just don't like and i love the the series like they just maybe you know the boobs i, I, I read like someone 10 minutes into it I, I read someone describe this game and they said it, it pretty much boiled down to what's the point yeah as as good as the first three were 
um what was the point of going back to this again it going just, back to this well you know what the point was it's a it's a really well selling game. I mean, it yes. sells a lot of copies. It's about money. Slap God of War on it. That's what it it felt like. It was just like <sighs> here, here's a God of War game. Yeah. All yeah. you fan boys and girls buy it. Right. And there uh, there was a lot of bugs. Like <laughs> the guy I follow, he was showing, and he's trying to push. Of course, I mean, it's the same stuff. Yeah. Nothing different. <laughs> And it didn't yeah, compel because... me to keep playing it. And I'm like, why am I? It just is. What's the point? Exactly. Kind of game. Exactly. So, but didn't you kind of feel that? I mean, they did not market this game much no. at all. But so they did, didn't they have you a... kind of got to wonder, was that, I mean, do they know that this is not a great game? I and think so. They, so. <laughs> they marketed it they... just enough to get people to buy it. Right. Didn't they put an ad out during the Super Bowl? Yes, yeah. but it was it was more like um like a ripoff of um, Gladiator. Oh, it was like Gladiator yeah. with the kid in the field and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and that's it, the and only one I ever play. saw. They didn't even show any game. gameplay. Yeah, no, it was no. Game. Yeah, the, that was the only ad I ever saw. I mean, I've seen that ad a couple of times since then, but that's the only one I've ever yeah, seen too. too. The they do have the multiplayer component to it for the first time. You can um, do. You're not, you're never Kratos, of course. You're just a <laughs> no-name warrior in this area that Kratos was in. And uh -huh. you get sent to Mount Olymp Olympus. And you can pick your god to do a blood oath, oath with. Oh, sure. And that's that's the powers that you then level. And, of course, you're leveling and getting different powers and getting different armor. And I did one round and... It just annoyed me. Everybody looked the same. I honestly couldn't tell who I, where I was when I was playing. <laughs> it just is a big button smash. No, um, it took it took a good fifteen minutes just to get into a game. Mm. Uh, and this was like a couple days after it came out. <laughs> um, it's a shame. It's not a good game. It's I yeah. mean, if you're interested, if you're curious about it, rent it. Check yeah, it out. The only problem with the multiplayer is that you have to have the um, the pass that comes with the game. And of course, if you rent it, then you got to buy the pass if you're mm -hmm. interested in even trying the multiplayer. So they really gimped their multiplayer by requiring it to have this pass when it's not a good game in and of itself. So it's right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just I'm, well done. I, it really it really pains me to say this about the game because yeah, I do I do like that storyline and. Yeah, it just wasn't. I just felt betrayed by. This. Yeah, it just like, feels like you hate tricked that, a like, way to get more money. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, oh, we're gonna get Nicole's money. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put out ah! a, a prequel for God of War, and not really change anything. In fact, we're gonna make the mechanics even worse. The camera angles are gonna be weird and not work. Mm -hmm. And there are times where I go through an area and I couldn't get my camera to move, and I'm like, where the hell is he? Like it just. Was... I wonder if it was done by a different studio or different people within no, the studio. No, it's the same studio, Santa Monica Studio, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe they. Uh, who knows the background of it? I just it wasn't good. Yeah. No, oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. So there you go. God of War Ascension. <laughs> Play Bioshock Infinite. Yes. Yeah, yes. Or, or Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. <laughs> All right. So. Um, 
All right, moving on, we have some bargain buys. Uh, Steph, I think this is yours. Fetch? Yes. So uh, the, just to be sure, when you're, when you're searching for the game, uh, it's Fetch with a TM at the end. Uh, and it is HD. It's $4.99, and it is strictly for the iPad, not for the iPhone. Oh. Um, so this is, this is what I wish Critter Chronicles had been, right? Oh. This is a fantastic, beautiful puzzle game about a boy looking for his lost dog, Ben, who has been captured. You know what? Uh, I think I was looking at this and going, yeah. oh, this looks really good. It is so good. The puzzles are, 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 are nice. Um, they're logical. I like that. And uh, the, the idea is that all the pets, all the dogs are being snatched up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's finding their dog collars everywhere with, oh. dogs, with the dog names. Like uh, his dog's name is Bear. And uh, there's one called uh, Molly. The, the dog's name is Molly. And uh, so he's trying to rescue uh, the dogs. And it is so sweet, this game. Plus, they throw in these cool little mini arcade games where you shoot things and uh, you know, blowing stuff up. It is just an amazing game, particularly on the iPad. And uh, it's $4.99, which sounds expensive, but it is so <laughs> worth it. It is, is really a good game. Four ninety nine. I'm like, oh, five bucks. Yeah, yeah, right? it, it's five bucks. I spend more on coffee than that, you know. Yeah, oh. I mean, watch oh. the trailer, and I, I think you'll see why I like it. Is is super, super cute. Oh, cool. Well, I'm going to go the opposite, and instead of dogs, I'm going to talk about cats. No. Right. So, and I have a game that's free for you, Kim. It's free today. So if you're listening to this later, it may not be free. But there's an in-app per- purchase. It's called Hacky Cat. Is this where you kick the cat? You kick the cat. Oh, I heard about this game. <laughs> you basically, you're playing hacky sack with a bunch of cats. It's the best. I love it. And it's just a fun little casual pickup game. And it's hilarious because they go, meow. Meow, meow, meow. And then you, you'll get it to the point where you're kicking and picking up cheeseburgers with the cats. Oh, <laughs> and there's a zone that if you get the cat in the middle, in the circle, and then hit, they do, he does a turbo kick and launches them way up in the air. And then more cats will fall down. And then you're trying to keep like multiple cats up in the air. <laughs> so, so I love it. It's great. It's free. <laughs> Download it. Hacky cat. There you go. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was one of the games that um, iTunes came out, like, great games that you've never heard of. And I'm like, oh. That's where I saw it. I was like, kicking cats? What? (laughs) It's so cute. Because you adopt the cats, too. And they have all cute little names and, you know, different colors. I love it. It's cute. Adopt the cat after you kick it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're not going to kick a cat. Yeah, it's not like you're like, its way. the cat likes it. Oh, <laughs> the cat, the cat likes to be kicked. I don't know. Oh, you give a cheeseburger. It's like this negative reinforcement <laughs> for the cat. All cats I know love being kicked and love hamburgers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All of them. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, moving on. Do you, Kim, do you have any, any iOS games that you've been playing? <laughs> well, what I've been playing is um, all my all my games seem to have been updated. Mm-hmm. So they're um, so Kingdom Rush. We have new levels oh. in Kingdom Rush. So I've been playing a lot of those, as well as um, the puzzle. My puzzle, puzzle, puzzle game. Uh, puzzle Quest, right? Puzzle Quest. <laughs> it has got new stuff as well. So nice. um, I've been going back and playing those. Yeah, because Kingdom Rush is 
my one of my favorite games on the iOS. And um, yeah, it's got new levels. It's got a hard hard mode on it too. So I'm still playing Sim- Simpsons Tapped Out. Yes, they keep adding Lenny's levels. Story, right? What's that? <laughs> Lenny's story. Yep, Lenny's story. Uh, got two new buildings, a few more characters. During uh, St. Patrick's uh, week, they had a whole storyline, and you got a new a pub. I just, I, I can't believe I play that game every single day. Every single yes. day, I log in to collect my money. Now I don't go in multiple times. I just set everybody to twenty four hours. Yes, me too. And then I come back in 24 hours and then I collect everything. <laughs> because I like I, when they throw in the storylines. Yeah, I That's do That's what too. I like. I do too. Yeah. See, I stopped playing because I had a problem updating it. No. You know, I mean, my internet's pretty slow. And mm-hmm. it like, it, there's it some big updates yeah, on it. Yeah, they update a lot. And it was just taking way too long. And I'm like, and I tried several times and it wasn't working. And I'm like, you know, this game's so um, network dependent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was like, nah, yeah. this, I, I think after um, Valentine's Day, before the St. Patrick's Day, I stopped playing. Oh, I gotcha. Well, it's still I can there. understand that because your your internet's very different from ours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kim. Yes. All right. Well, let's move on to some news. Uh, I, I have a really great piece of news because I am a huge fan of the comic book series Fables by Bill oh, right. Willingham. Well, they've he's partnered up with Telltale Games, and they are publishing a game series based off of Bigby, who is the Big Bad Wolf in mm-hmm. the Fable series. He plays a sheriff in the story um, called The Wolf Among Us. And I seriously got really, really excited when I saw this. Uh, I, I love Fables, the comic book. Um, you can, I'm- Ralph got me on the yes. series did he get mm-hmm. you on it too he sent them to me but i'm i'm not a comic book person but i really wanted i mean i started reading these i was like ah oh, this is awesome but i never could really get through it so i saw this and i'm like oh my god this is a way for me to see mm-hmm. the comic without mm-hmm. having to read a comic <laughs> right <laughs> right there you go Plus, I, I wonder mean, if they're going to do it in the Walking Dead that's time. What that's hoping. what I'm hoping. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the artwork. If you go to, uh, we'll link to it in the show notes, um, but Telltale has a place on their website. And it, the, it's Big B with his lighter, and he's all gruffy looking. And it, it, it kind of reminds me of a little bit of the animation style uh, mm-hmm. from from Walking Dead. So yep. we can hope hope for that uh i'm so excited i'm so excited for this i'm not sure what did they say when it it just says register receive news and updates i'm not sure of the right. timeline of when they're gonna but just the fact that they're doing something with fables because here's the thing fables has been out for a really long time and it's a wonderful storyline i love how they take classic tales like pinocchio and cinderella and the big bad wolf and the three little pigs and really kind of humanize it and I just love all of the stories within this. And on, I think it was, I can't, I don't remember what channel, ABC or whatever. They came out with Once Upon a Time and Grimm. And it's like, oh, these are such great stories. I'm like, <laughs> Fables is better. Fables is better. <laughs> so, but it's a comic book. And if you're not into reading comics, then you might miss out. But it's so good. Love it. But- at least now you have this to look forward yes, to. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Playing a game. Well, and Telltale 
I mean, all their games. Well, not all. No, of them, I was going to say, don't say all the because they've had some <laughs> no, misses. They had Back to the Future. Some, well, and they had <laughs> Jurassic Park. I mean, they've had some misses. So yeah, but yeah. they've. I mean, I guess um, a couple of my favorite ones: The Walking Dead, um, Puzzle Agent, Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. I yep. love all and Sam and Max. Yeah, I mean, great. So great they can do films. good work. They can they do. Can. They can do good work. Most of the time. Let's say that. Most of the time. So I'm very hopeful for this. So we'll keep an eye out. We'll let you know when uh, when we find out it's going to come out because it's definitely going to be something I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, PAX East happened uh, over the oh. past two weeks. And yeah. um, Gearbox were, was there. And they gave more insight into the next DLC that's going to be coming right. out as well as announcing something that we were told they weren't going to do, <laughs> yeah. which is their level increase cap to 61. So we're going to get 11 more levels. Um, we're going to get uh, another DLC. Um, there's actually a couple of things that ultimate vault hunter upgrade pack, which will be part of your season pass. If you've already bought it or it's $5 separate, which is this level increase. I'm just wondering how did they fix the game? Then? <laughs> Cause they kept right. saying it's going to break the game. But I mean, if you don't buy that, then you, if you don't buy that pack, you're still stuck at 50. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. well, it's DLC. Um, characters yeah, being, I'm, with other games. I'm essentially paying $5 to go up 11 levels. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Well, yeah. Cause there's no new, that, that's not the new content. Well, you get, a, and that's you not get the skill new points character. and a powerful new e-tech relics. Um, you get a rare grade, uh, upgrade for a weapon um and then the what is the other there's some other stuff that's part of just an update not necessarily the season pass this we were talking about this earlier this particular game if you did not do the season pass oh. you are screwed well you're because just paying more pe- paying piecemeal for all these updates i would have said hell no yeah. there's no way i would have paid for these separately if i hadn't done the season pass but we're on. fans of the game there might be people out there that are like okay i played the game i'm done with it and i moved on yeah. and they didn't they weren't interested in, in any of the dlc so but i mean um, even that first one the scarlet one that was so much fun i loved the scarlet one loved i saw it. some cool cosplay um uh, for the that character there oh, was nice. there was a video from pax where they had a bunch of borderlands uh, characters and they were all dancing in the line and she was in there I was like that's awesome and speaking of awesome cosplay Stephanie yes. we were talking before the show and uh she has a link to an amazing cosplay of Ellie yes she, Ellie the garage girl yeah she has the huge wrench and her tool belt <laughs> awesome awesome, yes, awesome awesome we'll link to that in the show notes so I'm excited Borderlands is they're hanging in there they're petering out but they're hanging in there and they did say the next character is going to be the psycho bandit krieg (laughs) that's coming out in may and then in june the last dlc really Hmm. yeah so (laughs) i'm i think i'm just gonna wait till june i think it's been a good ride for that game to be honest oh for sure yeah so i'm excited that they're still doing stuff with it fantastic well in that nice that you have those type of games that give you joy for j- more than just the 12 hours you play them at the beginning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i mean like i Red think Dead i played more than 12 hours of borderlands <laughs> i think i clock i last time i looked i have like 150 hours clocked in that game <laughs> nice like, that doesn't beat my time like, on 
on Skyrim, but it's uh, like wow, yeah, like approaching wow kind of. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so let's move on. We have a bunch of emails. Um, we got a really, really nice email uh, from Nikki, and Nikki says, you know, you don't have to read my email since it's long. Um, but in essence, she's uh, she listens to the show, and she has uh, children. And I guess we encouraged her to, to try out Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and her 21-year-old daughter was really impressed that she knew the game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I thought, I thought it was really cool that uh, we encouraged her to kind of branch out her gaming uh, to some, some games that, that really are great, have wonderful stories, and <laughs> especially I think Brotherhood is probably the best one you could probably play. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So, um, and she said that... Uh, she just had her birthday, and she had the best time playing Xbox, Portal 2, and Borderlands with her husband. Nice. That's awesome. I love and it. Happy very, birthday. Very happy birthday. A belated. So. Yes, happy belated birthday. Thank you, Nikki. Your, your email really, really made me smile. So um, we also have an email for you, Kim. Um, yes. From, <laughs> it's from Aussie Blue Moon, I think. Um Hi, ladies. Long-time listener, first-time emailing. Let me start out by saying how much I've enjoyed your show so far. The chemistry between you all really makes the show tick. Keep it up. Thank you. I wanted to write to share my experiences as a gamer living in Australia, having previously lived in the UK. When I left the UK, I, used, um, I was used to gaming games costing me 35 pounds, approximately $50, and was so shocked to learn the games <laughs> down here routinely sell for $90 or more. Yep. <laughs> Over the years, I've tried a number of different avenues to find cheaper prices for the games I want. And for a while, this included Steam, where we would be charged U.S. prices. Some distributors got wise to this and often will find that games on Steam now mirror normal Australian prices, which I found that because I have a Steam account mm -hmm. that it used to be U.S., but it knows that I'm in Australia oh. now. So they got, they, they really they got, got wise. wise. <laughs> so I, I can't, unless I get on my VPN. I was going to say, get a VPN oh, back yeah, to the States. <laughs> I do. But then if I want, then I have my credit cards. Mm, you know, I have Australian yeah, yeah. credit cards. Yeah. I have American credit cards. Uh, mm. PayPal, the same way. They're like really smart about <laughs> that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. hard to game the system now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, given the strength of the Australian dollar and the nature of digital distribution, it, dis distribution, it's disappointing to see global companies taking advantage of the Australian gamer in this manner. Mm -hmm. My first stop for cheap games at the present is a site called Green Man Gaming, yeah. where Steam codes can be purchased. Yeah, Steph, too. you use that a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, having said that, I started seeing the appearance of even there of special Australian prices uh, 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 because steam does know where you are now. Yeah, so, right. you know, it kind of sucks that that's the way they're going. Um, Oh crap. I can't read the rest of this. piece. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long one. <laughs> um, the Australian gaming community experienced a minor win recently when Sim city was found to be available on the Indian origin site for the equivalent of $27. But then it didn't um, work. <laughs> EA later removed the title from the store. Yeah. Your American audience might be shocked to hear that we are being asked to pay $99 for the digital oh. download SimCity. Wow. If you're a console gamer, yeah. <laughs> if you're a console gamer, you have two options. 
import from overseas or pay the exorbitant rates charged by the brick and mortar stores. Uh, Take care, ladies, Gareth. So yeah, um, it's uh, recently though, the, the government, the Australian government has called Apple, Microsoft, and I think Sun Microsystems, I can't remember. They called them up and said, hey, you know, why are you charging us yeah. so much for your software? Yeah. So, and they had no good reason. So no, they're, they it's no being reason. looked into. Good. And, yeah. you know, especially because the Australian dollar is higher than the American dollar right now. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> this is this is crazy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So thank you, Gareth, very much for, um, you know, just, again, uh, highlighting mm-hmm. how unfair it is. Unfair it is. Absolutely. Well, then you also got an email from Thomas who gave you a, a recommendation uh, called yeah. game-lane.com.eu or AU, sorry, AU for Australia. And he mm-hmm. said it's free postage and it's usually $30 cheaper. So, yeah. So that's really, you know, the only thing is I'm really impatient. I am too. <laughs> when to I me. want a game, I want a game right yeah. then. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I really need to learn patience. Yeah. Well, when I when I got the God of War game, um, mm-hmm. I, I ordered it through Amazon the day it came out. So sometimes if you get it on the pre-order, it will arrive on the day you that the day, releases. Yeah. But I was like, oh, well, I was like, oh, I'll just go ahead and order it. <laughs> Gonna have to be out of town anyway, so it'll just be here when I get when I get back home. So. All you right. know, with- What's uh-huh. interesting is um, with uh, the Australian pricing, this extends to pretty much all software, not just gaming. Um, Adobe recently, somebody somebody pointed out to Adobe that it is actually cheaper to get on a plane and fly to California and buy the Creative Suite and fly back than to purchase yes. it in Australia. What? Yes. $1,800 difference oh purchasing Creative Suite in Australia versus the United States. So they yep. asked them this, and there's actually video on YouTube where they, they're asking the head of, of Adobe, why? Why do you charge this so much? And, and it's a horrible interview because they gave no answer, and they just said, digital cloud, yes. digital cloud about 20,000 times. <laughs> and it was like, no Maybe answer. we keep saying digital cloud. <laughs> just... Digital cloud. Whatever. It does, it, that is no excuse. Wow. For, to, to fly across an ocean <laughs> is cheaper? That is stupid. And I hope they rectify this very, very soon. It's not right. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, we got them. We got people aware. So, yeah. Is there is there somewhere in in Australia that you can write to if you're a gamer, or is there like you know con- contact your congressman? And blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> there. I mean, they do have some world? organizations that do that. I don't know them off the top of my head, but there are organizations that are you know fighting for the right. Mm-hmm. Um, for not only gamers, I mean, there is a, a gamer one, but for yeah. just all just digital products, yeah, yeah, software. Yeah. Because well, if you're listening to this and no, write us an email at lazybleed yes. at gmail.com. That's right, because <laughs> everything is expensive in Australia. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's way expensive. Well, I mean, but this is ridiculous. It's kind of like with Hawaii, too. I mean, everything's imported onto right. that island, but I would think. I mean, digital isn't being imported. <laughs> it's not. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's move on, get the show going. Uh, next email is from Kazu. Uh, Hi, ladies. Always enjoy listening to your podcast. I wanted to comment on the issue about men playing female characters. We talked about that uh, last episode. Um, I also do not feel quite comfortable playing a female character. And while my only 
two female characters are bank alts. All my characters I really play are male. I just think being a male, I can never fully get into the role of a female, and that prevents me from playing one in an RPG. I mean, come on, which man really understands women? (laughs) (laughs) I still have Tomb Raider on my Steam wish list, but I'm not sure whether uh, I'm actually going to buy it. Keep Mm. up the great work. Look forward to hearing your podcast every second week. I always... (laughs) I always pray you don't let that lapse. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying really hard. Uh, best regards from Switzerland. Uh, and then he says, P.S. Uh, Nicole Mateo is really cute. And thanks for, and that's coming from a man, uh, from a man says something, but it helps that I'm a father myself. So thank you, uh, Kazu. Uh, that was really nice. Uh, you know, I, I really hope you give Tomb Raider a shot because it's mm-hmm. really a really great story. And he, he, I, I mean, when you have a choice playing a male or female, I always play the female. It's not always. that I'm uncomfortable playing a male, but it's like you're saying, you know, you you identify more with a male. But sure. when you do have those game situations, I mean, I kind of look at it like where I watch a movie that it's a female lead or a male lead. I don't stop watching the movie because it's a male lead. Right. It's a it's the story, right? So. Exactly. Um, I really hope you and Tomb Raider is well established. Yeah, I mean, from 1996, that's when she first arrived, and so it's always been a a woman. It's not like it's a surprise, and people embrace this this character. So, she, I think, this one in particular is well worth the effort of trying it and and playing it. And you're and there's a story. I mean. Mm-hmm. Not for nothing. I don't remember. There's a lot of story from the previous ones. I'm sure there was a very thin story. <laughs> yeah, very was, thin. But, yeah, you it know. was, hey, let's go get this relic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they did. That was very much it. Yeah, so. so you can just think of Laura Croft as um, Nathan, what's his name? Drake. Drake. Nathan Drake. Yeah. So just but in your mind, Drake. <laughs> just put Nathan Drake there. And you got, you know. <laughs> You can you can entertain. I just, it, it, it just you're missing out. Yeah, that's all. It's a good story. You're missing out. It's a good. Although game. It's a I good will game. tell you, I will tell you at the end of the credits, I sat and watched and counted how many women were on the design team. Mm-hmm. Six. Oh. How many total? Was it hundreds? Oh, uh, total programmers. Yeah. 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 And there was one. the The highest woman on the team was a producer. She was not in the writing team, not in the designing team. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's changing. It I, mean, is, I mean, it's like any other do. They created yeah. a fairly believable, empathetic character. So yeah. I'm not saying the guys can't do it. I'm just saying, you know, six women out of the whole team. Can well, I? But I mean, that's probably not their fault. It's just that there's not very many. I mean, the proportional men and women in the gaming industry, you know, for like that type of thing, it's lower. But I think it's coming mm-hmm. up. So it's just like any career field. I mean, my career field, um, you know, I'm one. I'm always in the minority, mm-hmm. you know, because I work in a technical software company, you know. Well, so, and that's why you it's know, just the way it is. We. I love seeing organizations that encourage young girls yes. to explore science and technology. And, and, and I, I mean, this is a little off topic, but if you're female and listening to the show, you need to listen or read the book, Lean In. Please, mm-hmm. please read it. Um, <laughs> it just will make you a lot more self-aware. And I honestly wish I had that book when I first started my career. Um, it's very eye-opening. And if you're a man um, that worked, 
work a lot, uh, work little or a lot with female, it's a very eye-opening view of just the sexes. It's a great book. I love it. <laughs> so Lean In is the name of the book. So there you go. Um, all right, Steph, you want to read Renee's? Uh, sure. This is from Renee Valentine, our friend. Hello. Uh, I just finished Tomb Raider, and this is my game of the year so far, hands down, and it will be tough to beat, although she hasn't played Bioshock in no. <laughs> this Her many good games at the beginning of the I, year i don't know i i really because usually the really great ones come later on in the year later yeah oh my gosh we're starting this year off awesome Whew. sorry yeah go ahead okay so her vulnerability and lack of confidence makes her endearing that's right she starts out mm -hmm. not as a tough girl at all uh i don't finish video games much but this one i stuck with she's a tough cookie and i can't wait to play another one uh, Jay even bought it and beat it in four days. Hope you're all doing well. I'm getting back to Bioshock and attempting to play Tomb Raider 2 oh. on my PC. Girls, the graphics are horrendous. <laughs> Y'all are cooler than the other side of the pillow. Oh, oh I That's love awesome. the other side of the pillow. I <laughs> Flip it over. Oh. Love you, Renee. Thank oh, you. That was awesome. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that wraps up our show. Um, before we talk about what we're going to play next time, uh, Stephanie, can you tell the fine listeners how they can get a hold of us and leave us an email or talk Absolutely. to us on Twitter? Because we're on Twitter, too. You can That's talk right. to us. <laughs> so the main website is ladiesofleet.com. And uh, there's a cool little pop-out tab on the side where you can click on and leave a voicemail message if you want or you can send an email to ladiesofleet at gmail.com and uh, as she said we're all on twitter nicole is nicole spag kim is just kim molly j-u-s-t-k-i-m-o-l-l-y and i am x-i-a-x-i-a-n one awesome so we don't necessarily have we didn't discuss a game mm -hmm. but there are a few games that have come out um so the week of the 24th uh, I my birthday's in April, and I put on my birthday wish list uh, Luigi's Mansion, the oh. new Luigi's Mansion, the Nintendo DS, which means <laughs> I'm asking for a Nintendo DS from for my birthday for my husband. <laughs> hint, hint. I have such fond memories of Luigi's Mansion um, on yep. the uh, the GameCube. So uh, the Metascore doesn't look that good, but I don't care. Uh, they say no, that's broken anyway. Way yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I want to still play it. Um, there was also a, uh, a, I guess it's part two of Slender. We talked about Slender on this show. So it's called really? Slender the Arrival, and it's the official continuation of Slender. So if you're into really scary games, um, check that out. Uh, there's a few other ones, like uh, one I've, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, on Steam is this Defiance game that's coming out the week of March 31st. Uh, okay. You can play that on PC, Xbox, and PS3. Uh, it's a shooter, MMO, from Tryon Worlds. And it's the one that is going to accompany a television show by Sci-Fi. And so you can play Defiance in the game, and you might even show up in the TV show. <laughs> Yeah. No, Defiance oh. is by the same company that's producing Rift. Right. The MMO. Right. So, yeah, they've been working on that for a while. Yeah, so that's supposed to be coming out the week of March 31st. But, um, yeah, maybe. No, well, maybe... mine doesn't. Re um, that one doesn't release here until April 11th. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It's actually April 2nd is the official date here in the States. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so mine's not for a while. So I don't know if they'll. 
I'll make it for that one. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just naming a few games that are coming out. We oh, sure. we, we can d- decide offline, you know, if there's anything out for all of us that we can play. So right, there's a there's a few things coming out. So yeah. cool. The next right. big one is a uh, Dead Island Riptide. Oh, when's that coming out? April, mid April. Mid April. Yeah, I don't see it in the list, so it's probably not. Yeah. Twenty third. Twenty third. Yep. Good. All right. Well, there you go. Some uh, some little suggestions for games that are coming out for you guys. Mm-hmm. And so thanks. Thanks for joining us. We really thanks. appreciate it. Um, I guess that's it. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>